This is the First Security Financial Show with David Compton from First Security Financial Wealth Manager, Inc. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, David provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is David Compton to help you find out how to be secured financially. Good morning, everyone. I'm David Compton. He's John Compton. Glad you could tune in to the First Security Financial Show. Good to have you again, whether you're a long-time or first-time listener. Appreciate you tuning in to our show and look forward to sharing some information with you that we know will truly benefit you and be able to help you get on the right track to preparing better for the reti- for, for reti- your retirement. rather. What are we going to talk about today? Well, another s- a Saturday morning in the fall. No LSU this weekend so but we can no, we can live with that yeah. i guess yeah yep <laughs> one weekend we we got the same sunday night so it's it's fall this is my time of the year i like the cool weather i'm i got i like the hot weather too but i'm bur- i got burnt out on it we had a long summer summer showed up in may and didn't go away to the middle of o- october here it just went away so i'm ready for a little cool weather now what's been on the news lately a lot for a lot of people is this monstrous lottery Almost $1.6 billion. Some, uh, a single ticket was sold in, in South Carolina. But it's brought up a lot of conversations with people. So what would you – and, you know, I, I was in the office the other day, and I asked the UPS guy, I said, if you won the $1.6 what would you do? Would you take the lump sum or would you take the payouts? He said, oh, I'd take the lump sum. I said, why? He said, because if you take the payouts you, and you die, you don't, get, you don't get all the money. I said, that's not true. You, you take the payouts because it's not a lifetime payout. It's if I'm not mistaken, these payouts are 25 years. Yep. So they divide the money up over 25 years. And each year you get the amount of money and then you take the taxes out. So what I want to focus on today is what would you do? Because the way you think and the way you apply in your own life if you won the lottery, even though it, the, 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 the chances of winning it are so small, it's, it's crazy numbers. The fact is, is how you would treat that money goes a long way to saying how you would treat some of your retirement dollars. And that's, that's the connection, the dots I want to connect uh, as well. So stop and think about it. $1.6 million. They said if you took a lump sum, it would be a little over $900 million. And you go, well, what happened to that other $700 million? Where did they come up with the $900 million? That's the amount of money they have to give an insurance company to give you a payout over a 25-year period. So if you want the lump sum, they're going to give you the same amount that they were going to have to write the check to give to the insurance company, $900-something million. You say, well, how come you only got to give them? I thought the payout was $1.6. Yeah, it is. But they give them a little over $900 million, but they don't have to pay that $1.6 out right away. They're paying it out over 25 years. So that means they got $900 million, almost a billion dollars, to make money off of for the next 25 years. And they only have to send you, if you break 1.6 million down, that's 300 payments over 25 years. 
No, I divided that by uh, by twelve. You don't have to. Yeah, you do. You do. You do. You divide uh, twenty-five years. Twenty-five payments is what it amounts to. If you're getting paid once a year. If you get yeah. once a year. If you get paid once. Yeah, it's so. What does that equate down to? Something like um, what I calculate was about a little over fifty million a, a year times twenty five years. Then you're gonna pay the taxes, so you right. get twenty five. So what? That's why. So people, a lot of people would take. But I, I want to back up before we get on break on that part. So stop and think about it. If they handed you nine hundred million, they're gonna take taxes off the nine hundred million and you're gonna get somewhere around a little less than five hundred million on one point six billion. That's a lot of money to give up as far as I'm concerned. You gave up a billion. A little over a billion to get that. Between the taxes yeah, and what they, they Because keep. of the lump sum on the taxes. But my thinking on that is why first of all give up all that money and then you just guess what you just created? A huge responsibility a huge hassle to have to manage 500 million dollars and where where, where you, would you gonna put it yeah where are you gonna you think you're gonna bring a check down to whitney bank for 500 million <laughs> they'd take it don't get me wrong yeah. but and you're not gonna get a check they're gonna wire it somewhere anyway but the, the point is is now you've got this huge task of managing that money and for a lot of people that's the challenge is managing that money. What am I going to do with it? And so stop and think about it. It's a it's a very low probability that any of us will win the lottery, especially like me when you don't buy lottery tickets. <laughs> but stop and think about it. If the but are there other instances in your life that you'll get a lump sum payment? What about an inheritance? What about when you retire and you've got three, four, five hundred thousand in your four hundred one k? Isn't that kind of a lump sum option you have right there that you can do something with it? So, uh, what if you had a pension from your employer and they said we'll give you X amount of dollars a month, or you could roll over the lump sum option? Uh, what if you decided to downsize and sell your home after you retire? You got a lump sum, maybe it's paid for. So there's there are instances in life that we get chunks of money. How we deal with that chunks, those big pieces of money, goes a long way in determining the success uh, and the quality of our retirements. And that's what I want to tie in today. So if you're thinking about what you would have done if you would have got it, how many people you might have helped, I would have never, myself personally, taken a lump sum out of take the payouts. Give me 50-something million a year. For 25 years, hold out taxes. I'm going to net 26, 27 million dollars. I can, I can live could, good. You can live good, but you could also for inheritance down the road. You'd mentioned two, but you could take five million and save for the next 25 years, and have your, another your have kids, 125 million. Kids, their kids, they never run. Yeah, apart. yeah. If you if you do it properly, if you yeah. don't, yeah. And and how you approach that goes a long way in determining that. Wanted to mention, wonder if you would write this number down, 1-800-858-3029. That's 1-800-858-3029. It's not a call into the show today. It is a call in uh, to uh, talk to John or myself about setting up an appointment, to sit in, sitting down with us, discussing our strategies, how we can help you put a retirement plan together. It's no cost to you uh, as far as putting the plan together. Uh, but uh, 
write the number down or go to the website. Uh, we always encourage uh, our listeners to kick the tires on the website, firstsecurityfinancialwealthmanager.com. Uh, there's a lot of good information on Social Security, income plans, things of that sort. So those are the things you want to focus on. So we're going to talk a little bit more about it. So you got uh, so many of you might disagree and say, yeah, but I got nine. If I walked away with five hundred million dollars, I'd be I could help. But the reality is when you do research and you find out the, the a good majority of the people that win the lotteries file bankruptcy in five or ten years. Now, I know 500 it's million. less than that. Huh? Three, three to five is years. Is it three to five? A lot. Uh, but the thing is, is most people say, yeah, but 500 million is life-changing money. It is. But it, you can also be very irresponsible by thinking, well, 500 million is a endless supply of money. And, and if you're not. getting it managed, somebody's wearing you out oh, yeah. on fees, the market whole, goes down. There's a lot of other things. Thanks, I mean, and if you don't think it's possible, look at what some of these athletes have been paid over their career. Some of them over $100 million in salaries, and, and some of these guys are broke. Why? Because they thought it was an endless supply of money. They'd never had that kind of money put in their hands and it just seemed like mind-boggling numbers, and it is, that they didn't think they could ever spend it all. And then they wake up one day and it's gone because nobody's given them good positive um, uh, direction with it. Now, I know what you might be thinking, too. is said, well, aren't you a financial advisor? Wouldn't you want somebody to bring it to you? I would. But there's a huge responsibility with having that kind of money. And guess what happens? All the people people you hadn't seen in 25, 30 years are going to be coming out the woodwork looking for a piece of that money. I look at it, well, if I get 25 or $26 million a year, that's all I got. I'm going to just take care of my family. I'm and just you know, going to take that, care of them. That $5 million, you can invest it. So you may get some of that. And act like it's not there. You don't right. even have that money. And, and manage that for the next 25 years. So, you know, you, yeah, you could say – I can get greedy and want all the manage of the nine hundred million dollars, but but you're not gonna get the nine. You're, not you're only gonna come away with about half of that. half of that. So you got five, and then you start giving it to someone to manage, where you get that that one check for the next twenty five years. You can also give that some of it to be managed. Oh yeah. I mean, the first year, think about it. If you want that much money, you could go buy everything you wanted, blow blow blow, and, and then the next year probably you got twenty five, twenty six million well, dollars, and you're even, like, I got everything now. Right, <laughs> but th that's my whole thing with that was is that even if you had a couple of years in there that you messed up, that you messed up and just did stupid things and went through the money, guess what? Next year, I got it again. You got 23 more times. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> to mess up. That's it. Know? And the point is, is if you, you don't do, have to worry about managing a, a five hundred million to manage I mean, the 26 or the 27 you're going to get. Well, you look at most people that have that kind of money, that have grown that money in their business, they have a business in place that's generating more cash. You know what I'm saying? Right. No matter what it is. So if you got a business that's worth $500 million, that business might be generating you $10, $20 million a year of revenue. Okay? And I get that. You can invest the money and do the same thing. Most people are not. They're going to blow through a lot of that money. You're going to wake up and that $500 million is down to $200 million. And, and a relatively short, It's not hard to do. After you give everybody you know, and you will. And you help people. But you can still help people. With the twenty, but and the whole point here, and I'm we're getting off the track a little bit, is I want to talk about how you can actually take lump sums of money in our life 
that you might have a better shot at getting and how you can use that to really effectively help yourself, help others if you choose to, but really help yourself. So where, you know, the old saying is you, you give somebody fish, you feed them for a day, you give them a fishing pole and a hook and teach them how to fish. Now they can feed themselves. And that's really what the approach you want to take with this is take the money, set it up, set yourself up so where you don't have to worry in 20 years what's going to happen. You'll be set up as well. Write this number down, 1-800-858-3029. That's 1-800-858-3029. It's not a call into the show, but it's a call in to, to talk to myself or John about some of the strategies we talk about and how we can help you put them to use in your own uh, retirement portfolios. Give us a call, 1-800-858-3029, 1-800-858-3029. I'm going to head to our first break. We'll be right back. All right, everyone, we are back. I'm David Compton. He's John Compton, and we're talking about man, fall in South Louisiana. What a beautiful day. Well, we've had a lot of rain uh, these last couple of days, so hopefully things will continue to clear up on us. I'm ready for a little cool weather, cold weather. Hope you are as well. But we've been talking retirement. We've been talking that what would you do if you won the lottery? And think of the mindset, what your thought is. I know most people think, well, I'd buy this, I'd buy that, I'd buy this. And after a while, you would do it. But the question is, how would you do it? Would you take the lump sum and view it as just a spending pot of money? I've got $500 million. How long will it take us to go through $500 million? Well, you got to realize you're going to have a whole lot of hands living out that pot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you, so my thought process is you, you're not, most of us are not going to win the lottery. So let's just put the lottery thought aside and say, okay, what if you inherit $150,000? What if you retire and you've got three or $400,000 in a 401k? How do you view that money? Think about it. How, how are you going to view that money? Is that just a, a pot of money to, that we can spend and buy the things we want? Or do you have a plan in place that says, wow, that money, not that you won't, don't want to do nothing nice. Maybe if you inherited some money, my, my thought process, if you inherit money, generally most people inherit money a little later in life. My mom just died last year we were in the process of liquidating her estate and selling her home so there's a little bit of inheritance with that my the, the key here then is what do you do with that money well for me if i had any debt that would have been the first place i looked at if i had any debt i'm gonna pay that debt off that would be the first thing might do something nice if you if you choose to do something nice for the wife or the kids or whatever but for the most part the bulk of that money is going to get invested in something it's going to be put somewhere where i can have future use of that money as well and everybody's situation circumstances is different I, I get that maybe you've been saving for something and this gives you a chance to buy something but how you treat it but what about that 401k money you retire one day and now that 300 or 400,000 you have in your 401k how are you going to view that this is what disrupts a lot of retirement plans because people look at that and let's face it, three or four hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money. And some of them got a lot more. Some of them have a whole lot more, and some have less. It's all about how you view that money. Do you, you know, are you like the kid in the candy store that you can't 
spend it quick enough and you're grabbing everything to buy. And, you know, let's face it, we all want to do some nice things, but in reality, you wake up real quick and the money's gone. What do you have to show for it? Not only that, but you're retired now. You're no longer contributing into the account. So what's your, what's your basis? How would you treat that money? If you get any money in a lump sum, you have to sit down and understand what this money, the purpose of the money is. Most of us today don't have a pension either. We've got Social Security. Social Security is really like a pension because Social Security never offers you, is not going to offer you that lump sum option, right. which is a good thing. A lot of people would oh. take it, then they wouldn't have a retirement, and then they, they want the government. And then you'd care. see them on, the, on news saying, I don't have any money, please help me. Why can't you help me? Be, well, you blew through your money, and, and that's why it, that would never be an option. And the government doesn't have the money to give people lump sum options anyway. That wouldn't work. I, I couldn't, I, that would be a nightmare. So if you go to retire, you need to understand where your social security numbers are. Okay. So if that three to 400,000 is what you need, maybe you don't need all of it. So if you got 400,000, maybe you position 250 for it. And this is something I, I have some clients that, uh, where they, they uh, came to one of our uh, social security seminars and they want to, they're both 60. They both want to retire in the next six years. She might even work longer because she likes her job. So the thing is, they they had f- about 400K that was uh, accessible to move, some out half out of his 401K and then her whole 401K. And we took some for him and some for her and put about 250 in one of our fixed annuity strategies. Okay? And then they have about another 150 and manage money for future growth. The 250 is more for one to six, one to seven year money that they know they're going to start paying income off of it. Based on if they retired at their full retirement age of 66, I think in six months, that's going to generate for them $20,000 a year worth of income. Okay? So you add 20 to where their social security numbers were, were somewhere in that 50,000 range. They had 70K of income with these two pots of money. They only, right now, they only told me they needed 60K. So we're at 70. So they actually will probably come close to netting 60,000 after taxes. Okay? So that's a good position. But guess what? They still got 150 in managed. He still has over uh, 100 in his 401K. And she's, they still have another six years or more of contributions into their current 401k. So in six years, they could come back with another uh, 250 to 300 that we could invest, or we could take some of it if they decide they want more income to put into the income plan for them. So the whole point here is they looked at that lump sum of money as money that's got to last me for the rest of my life, not money that we can, oh, we can go buy this, we can go buy that, we can go do this, we can go do that. If they set up the income plan that's generating $20,000 a year for them, that's guaranteed for both of their life expectancies. And guess what? If he dies first, she still gets the twenty k. If she dies for a uh, second, one, two, if they're both died, the t- whatever's left in the account is going to pay out to the kids. So all the money is distributed one way or the other. 
everybody comes out, you know, it's not like the company's going to keep any of the money. And then the managed money gives them the opportunity to do some of the things they want to do for future growth. It's, it's invested according to their risk tolerance where they are. But like I told them, I said, even if you had more risk with the managed money, because the way we have a, the 250 positioned, it allows them to retire on their terms. It, it, it won't matter if the market's up or if the market's down. The 250 is still going to generate the same amount of income. And I said, it really insulates you from the market dictating when and if and how you can retire. And that's what most people want. So it goes back to the lottery scenario or the lump sum money. If you ever get a lump sum amount of money is how are you going to treat that lump sum of money? How are you going to handle that lump sum of money? Are you just always going to keep that pot of money liquid so that you can satisfy all your your wants and desires anytime? That's not realistic. Right. Now, if you had $500 million, it might take you a whole lot longer to do. But $500 million is not a hard thing to go through. I mean, you stop and look. Look, look how many in the past these lottery winners have won. And, and yeah, not that kind of sport, money, but I'm, I'm talking more about people. the sports guys yeah. that uh, different ones that made, you know, 130, 140, 150 million dollars. Look at Mike Tyson. <laughs> He's hundreds of millions in in earnings over his boxing career. And he's he's broke. You know, a lot of these guys file bankruptcy. You know, what was the guy from the Lakers? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Yeah. Look he's the a, yeah. Allen Iverson, another guy. Now, I think uh Nike kind of saved him a little bit because they they held an escrow with oh, just a little small $32 million <laughs> for him. They didn't pay it all to him. But the whole point is is you go through all this money and, and there's no surefire plan in place to help you say, okay, how can I best situate myself? Because in retirement, what allows you to have the pressure taken off of you to where you feel comfortable is knowing you have sustainable income. Hey, I know no matter what, I'll be able to retire and I got my money, just like these clients of mine. They know when they decide to retire, they're going to have roughly, based on the plan we put in place, $70,000 worth of income. And, and, that and depends, they don't have any debt. Right. And that depends if they take it early or they take it a little later. You're I mean, right. You know, yeah. either way. But, you know, if you don't, if you don't have these plans in place, your, your retirement is going to be not so good. And how many people that we see that come in and we see a lot on the second opinion, they want to know. Am I set up right based off what you're talking about? I can't tell you one that's walked in the office in the last few years that was set up like that at all. They, some of them even had index annuities. But didn't understand. Didn't understand them. Didn't have any game plan. Didn't know what the drawouts were going to be. They never discussed it. Still in the same binder that came from the company. Had nothing set up. They just brought didn't, under, in. didn't understand the purpose of it. Of it, it, yeah, was, it just, was just the money was in. We there, put well, we put a couple hundred in here, and this is what is. So what does that do for you? Right. Well, I don't really know. Right. And it's like, is, is that it enough? Is does that mean much? the advise the advisor scared to tell you what you have? Is he ashamed of? I, I'm. I just wonder why you wouldn't tell somebody when you use this particular vehicle, the importance and what we've done for you here. You know, just like. I tell clients all the time, I said, you know, when the market tanked a couple of weeks ago, I'm calling people 
They didn't call us. Right. I didn't have one client call me and say, is my money okay? And I'm talking about people that we have managed money in the market with. Nobody did. Why? Because they know how we position them, insulates them, that if they want to retire or if they're already retired, they know their income streams are not going to be impacted. Did some of the accounts dip down in the managed money? Yeah. Sure. It didn't change their quality or living or their standard of living as well. All right. I want you to write this number down, 1-800-858-3029. That's 1-800-858-3029. It's not a call into the show. It is a call in to set up a time to talk to us and discuss some of the strategies that we've been talking about today that we know will benefit you and your family. 1-800-858-3029. 1-800-858-3029. We're going to head to our second break. We're going to be right back. We're going to be right back. All right, everyone, we're back again. I'm David Compton. He's John Compton. Glad you can tune back in. Or if you just got in your car and turned your radio on, glad you can tune in to us. We've been discussing about some different strategies to help you better prepare for retirement. We've been talking about all the buzz that a lot of people I've been hearing talking about is that big old $1.6 billion lottery, one ticket, won it in South Carolina. I'll never win it because, as I mentioned, I don't buy lottery tickets. The difference, though, is... What we're talking about, and the reason we're talking about that is because you have options to make. Do you want the lump sum payout? Do you want the payout? I highly advocate taking out the annual payout. Probably in that $50 million range, you get half of that after taxes. Hey, you get twenty-five, maybe $26 million a year for the next 25 years. Would, would you rather it that way? Or if they hand you roughly a little less than $500 million after reduction for the uh for the lump sum payout and taxes, you're going to net a third of the money. That's a big jump. I mean, to me it is. And, you know, but the difference is now you've got a, you just created a job. You might, you will quit your job to get, when you get that kind of money, but you be stressed all the time. Worrying about, Oh, we got to make sure this money lasts. We got to do this. We got to do that. And you know what? I would love to have a client that has 500 million to manage. I would love that opportunity. But the reality of it is most most people have a difficult time managing that kind of money, the stress level it brings, because you want to make sure it's there. You want to be able to do the things that you hope to be able to do, maybe help the people that you want to help or whatever. To me, you simplify the process a whole lot by saying, just send me to 25, 26 million a year. Then we'll take a small portion of that and invest it. And what you're doing with that and leave that money alone, you don't touch that money. So in 25 years, depending on what you've put in there, and it's not like you're depriving yourself. If you took five out and you still got 20 to blow, my goodness. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? After a couple now years. You take care of your kids. Well, not just that. After a couple years, how many toys can you actually buy? How much of that money can you spend? And to me, I... I, I I mean, I look at sometimes, I know that's a lot of money. You can buy a lot of houses and do all that. All that is is adds more stress, more layers of stress to you because you got now, you I got all these houses and, and places to, to manage and upkeep and take care of. I don't want that at all. That's just my thought process. I don't want to have, I, well, I want to give myself more work to do. So the reality here is the same thing. At some point in our lives, a lot of us get 401ks. Um, that we have, we're retired, and now that money becomes front and center, so to speak. What am I going to do with it? Are we going to go party all night until it's gone? 
are we going to do something responsible with it? Are we going to position it for income? Are we going to just try to grow it? Hope the market doesn't hit, eat it up too much. There's, there's a lot of things that come into play here. And if you don't have a, a plan in place with some direction to it, and I'm not just talking about, and I've said this before, um, retirement, a retirement plan is just, is not about just growing the money. A retirement plan is just not if the market's up and my portfolio's up 30%. That's a way that you're growing your money. A retirement plan, everything changes when you retire and you have to start pulling off of that money to live off of. That's what makes us nervous. That's where anxiety comes in. That's when we start to say, whoa, am I taking too much off? Could I take more? Maybe. Depends if you're conservative or not. How do I know this is going to last? And for a lot of people, there's no rhyme or reason how they put it, pull it off. Then the other factor that comes into play, and I've seen it happen too many times, people get themselves into tax situations when they start pulling too much money off the IRAs and they get the tax bill at the end of the year. And they're like, what is this? Well, you took too much money off your account. You had high income and this is what Uncle Sam is asking back now. So guess what you got to do now? You got to dip back into that IRA, pull the taxes out of it that you're going to have to pay next year. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? And so it, it, it it's a perpetual thing. If you have a plan in place that helps you to understand the taxes involved, how, you, how you're impacted by taxes, how you're impacted by uh, uh, income, how you're impacted by drops in the market, all of those things have to factor in. And do you want your, once again, just like with the lottery where you would be managing 500 million, do you want to have to consistently every day? And I've seen people over the years do it. First thing they do in the morning is cut their computer on and see what the markets are doing or what, you know, what they closed at yesterday. And it becomes a job. And I've had more clients over the years, especially men come to me and say, look, I'm sick of having to worry about my money. I'm sick of having to wonder what this markets are going to do. And they come in and they let us put a plan together for them. And once we put the income plan in place that gives them sustainable, steady income, it's a tremendous measure of relief. The wives, first of all, love that because that's their biggest concern. They don't want him telling them, you can't go spend that money this week because we don't have it. The markets are down. You can't do that. Or we can't paint the bathroom or we can't do these little things that they want to do. Why? Because the market's down, our value of our portfolio is down, and we have to be careful how much we take off. I don't, I don't want my retirement. My retirement's not going to be set up that way. My retirement's going to be based on steady income, period. But, you know, a lot of people that we see, they have the big, large chunks of money, and they, they just don't look at it. And, and we try to make them understand, and a lot of them grasp it, is that the 401K is the pension that the company didn't provide for you. So that they gave you the match instead. Instead, that means they, which I didn't like, but that's just the way they do it. They put the burden on the employee to take care of their own pension plan. And I'm going to tell you, most people don't do it. They just, they don't they do it right. On that, they don't do it right. They rely on that 4%. I mean, and there's, the di- there's difference if we sit down with people that have uh, a pension. We do the Social Security maximization report for them. And some of them are like, well, I've got rental income over here. I don't need income. It's a little, 
and it, yeah, that's a little is, different that's scenario. A different scenario. And then some, but some of those still see the value that. But if I sell this real estate down the road, and they'll still chisel out some of the money, put it in a fixed index annuity, and say, you know what, this is what if. Because if that real estate is sold, I got more cash money to invest, but I'm I'm going to need to replace that income. And I've done that for a number of clients. Even though they had real estate, they recognize when they hit in their upper 60s and get in their 70s, they may not have the ability physically to to keep maintaining or, or, or don't or, want or, or to don't mess want, with right. it. They reach a point in life there where they feel like they're sick of chasing people down for rent. They're sick of doing changing hot water heaters and painting this and fixing this and whatever. So, but it's all about a plan and understand what you have in place. But you're right. If you're continually taking 4% off of your portfolio, that's fine if we only had a market that goes up. But what kills most retirements is not the market going up and you pulling off of it. It's the market dropping 30, 40, 50% at whatever. And especially if it happens more, it's more damaging if it happens in the beginning, the first five to seven years of retirement than on the back end. What happens in a lot of cases, because you have so many more years that you need to pull that money off of, it doesn't allow you enough years to recover from that. And that's that's the killer for many of uh, retirement plans. So our plans are built around making sure that a significant drop in the market doesn't kill your retirement, doesn't kill your ability to retire, and it doesn't dictate that you have to worry about retiring when the markets are up. It's it's a it's a plan. If you want to see what that plan looks like for you, you got to write this number down. 1-800-858-3029. 1-800-858-3029. Go to the website also, firstsecurityfinancialwealthmanager.com. We've got a couple of things on there. You got podcasts from previous shows that you can listen to. You can see our message doesn't change. We consistently talk about the same things that clients need to do just from a different perspective and a different different angle, so to speak. But the things that are key that you really need to focus in on if you're preparing for retirement is a social security uh, a maximization report. We have a we have a place on our website that you can click on, and we will be more than happy to help you put together a maximization report that gets you to see where your numbers are going to be, and then depending on your time frame. Most people that we see at our Social Security seminars are generally anywhere from three to seven to ten years out from drawing Social Security. And those are critical years because those this is where the time period that you need to sit back and evaluate, okay, so what kind of time frame am I working on? Maybe you had a three-year time frame, but when you look at your Social Security numbers, you go, I don't know if that's going to work or not. Maybe you haven't done as well because a lot of our clients consist of not just people with the six $800,000 401ks, but sometimes clients that only have one or two hundred to put into the fixed index annuities for income. And maybe they've got other savings dollars to invest as well. But I'm talking about ones that only have one or two hundred thousand for the 401k money to put into a fixed index annuity. Well, when we look at the annuity number, I mean, the social security numbers, you really got to maximize that social security because that one to two hundred might only generate 10 to 15,000 worth of income. Okay, so you got 10 to 15 of sustainable income plus Social Security. Hey, where do you need to be? More than likely, you're going to be in that 40 to 60 range with Social Security and the income. 
can you retire on that? Well, you, it all depends where your debt's at. If it's not, maybe you need to go a little longer with Social Security to maximize it even more as well. If these are things that you're contemplating or you're wondering about, you're concerned about, uh, you're hearing a lot about, write the number down, 1-800-858-3029. That's 1-800-858-3029. We're going to head to our last break. We will be right back. back. All right, welcome back, everyone. I'm David Compton. He's John Compton. This is our last segment on this hour, and this is... uh, didn't mention it earlier, our first week of just back to one hour of programming. So if you've been listening to us and you've been used to hearing us on two hours, well, this is our first week we opted to, uh, to you know, kind of cut that back a little bit as well. And uh, hopefully you'll still listen to us and catch us at different times. We're on from 9 to 10 now as well. We've been talking about <clears throat> what would you do if you had a lump sum of money? And really we're talking about the lottery winners and how – um, 1.6 billion is just a <laughs> insane amount of money. I think that's the highest it's ever been, isn't it? I think so. I I don't know. It's it's almost like it's too much money. I don't. I wouldn't want that kind of money. I don't need that kind of money. Most of your average person doesn't know how to handle that. Mm-mm. So we and we see it with people that have a difficult time adjusting and handling their retirement money because other factors, there's so many other factors because they see their kids maybe starting off and struggling a little bit. And there's a tendency to want to help them and help them. And some people help their kids to the detriment of their own retirement. Right. And you know, and that's not for us to say you shouldn't help your kids. And I don't get into that conversation. I just simply say, you know what, from a strictly a numerical standpoint, that's a bad choice. But I understand there's more involved, there's emotions involved when you're dealing with your kids as well. But the reality is we help clients put together retirement plans that are fiscally responsible for you. Meaning we're going to put a plan together that's going to focus, and we hadn't talked a whole lot about Social Security, but Social Security is a very important key element to a successful retirement. Now, if you don't have Social Security and you got a state retirement or something, that's fine, too. We, we, we use that. But we help clients maximize their Social Security to where they know what their options are, the ins and outs of drawing Social Security, and what's the best time for you. And this too, what we see is sometimes we see clients, we help them maximize, and then when we look at the, how well they've saved, that a lot of times determines how long we recommend before you draw. Because if you haven't done that well, you haven't been a real, real good saver for whatever reasons, not a knock on anybody, it's the reality of the numbers that you have, then it may say it might be wise to draw it at 66 and, and maybe even one of them going to 70. So I think you had a client this past week, John, Yeah, did a maximization report on. And, and the report actually showed He's 62, she's 57. The maximization report actually showed him waiting to 70 and her to 65 in one month. One month. If they did that, their Social Security together is a little over $72,000 a year. That's, that's, that's just Social Security. No, that's Social Security. So 
His plan was to retire at 66. She's going to keep working. She likes her job. Um, so if he's 66, she's 61 at that point because there's five years difference. Yep. And so if he retires at 66, he's not going to draw Social Security at that point then if he's going to let his go to 70, right? Right. What we're going to do is set up where he can pull off of his money to get him four years down the road. If he he said, I may not retire. So he's doing some other things. things. It just depends how it goes. He does consulting work. He does consulting work and different things. So he said, I may keep working. But if he doesn't, how's he going to? replace his income there his wife's going to still work and, so he, it, and they have enough investments to cover that for the next four years after that mm-hmm. he said seventy two thousand dollars is is plenty we don't have any debt. right so what what were you planning to do with some of those investment dollars i think he had some what what what, what we're going to plan on doing is, is putting some of this in the fixed index annuity for for further income because if down the road he dies, there has to be something set up for her to continue the same lifestyle that they're used to. Right, because she's going to lose her Social Security check if she's already retired and drawn it, and she's going to keep his. Right. So that's probably going to be in that what? What would you say? Out of that his, 70? Was, his uh, was right at 3100 or 3200 a month, something like that. So thirty two hundred times twelve. 30. His was over forty. So we're just going to say so now she's going to get. Let's say she's getting forty two k a year. Now she's going to need something to to replace her social security and any other money she might need at that point because you don't know point. what the cost of living is going to be at that point. So right. so these so will ladder these accounts out to where she can kick them in as she's as she needs. Was he going to? Kick a and one of the fixed index annuities in at age sixty six to give him income at that point, or he didn't think he needed. He was just we going to draw know. off of some. I got you. He, if he's still working, then he doesn't need it. If he, he does he need may, it, then he may start pulling income. Or right, that will st- annu- still the, be there for him. Still he, be there. Right. The index annuities also allow you to pull up to ten percent. So if he only needs a few years, let's say he retires Instead at 68. Instead of locking the income in. Huh? We don't lock the income in. We just pull off what if it's 5%, we pull off 5% for the next two years. And then he stops pulling. And now he's got $72,000 a year in income. And he's not sure if he even needs any more than the 72 to live off well, of. Well, guess what happens? At 70, his requirement well, that's true. distribution. He's, so he's going to have to, to take it whether he wants to or not. Or not. So gotcha. that's going to put him the required minimum distribution is going to be pushing him at a hundred. So back from the hundred to the seventy-two, he's going to probably end up using that for taxes. Well, and what's good with that is that if he dies down the road, she's got that other money somewhere around thirty thousand in in the annuity money to go with hers. She's back to the seventy-two by herself anyway. By herself anyway. And at that point, if they live out their life expectancy, most people, they get up in their 85s, they're they not doing a whole lot. She may not even at well, that point need it. Right. So our listeners out there, we've said a whole lot here, and maybe you followed our line of reasoning and our thought here, what we've been talking about. But we like to talk about specific clients that we're working with and how we're able to help them. And in this scenario here, it was about sustainable income. income. They had assets that we'll use, be able to use for the fixed index annuity and, and even the managed money platform, but more importantly as well, helping them to utilize a plan that gives them 72K a year in Social Security. Alone. Alone. And they have no debt. Yeah. So, I mean, 
that's $6,000 a month. You might, at the end of the day, you, you probably are going to clear 5,500 of it at the end of the day. Because remember, the new deduction's yeah. 24000 for a cup. So at the end of the day, they clear fifty five. Fifty five hundred? No, not, no, not fifty five hundred. Uh, I say probably what forty five. No, I was thinking seventy two. So, so seventy, maybe fifty five thousand. So year little, net. right? Yeah. So roughly forty five hundred with no, no. And, and I, you, we don't know your cost of living, what their expenses are, but it gives you an idea that this is a sound plan based on real numbers, not based on hypothetical, well, we hope to be able to get you this, we hope to be able... No, these are real retirement When you retire, numbers. you want real In numbers. Numbers. Right. I want to know, no matter what, no, you know, no matter how high the creek rises, <laughs> I got money depositing into my account every month. That's, that's what I'm looking for. That's the type of security we offer to our clients. These are the type of clan, plans that we can build for you to show you. And I know what you say, yeah, but so, I can do Social Security. You're not going to do it like the maximization report. I promise you there. You'll see the other options. It never fails us when we sit down with people, when we do our seminars, the questions that were asked about Social Security based on situations and circumstances that I, I'm blown away at sometimes. Well, man, where did this question come from? <laughs> it's like, I, I couldn't sit down and even think of this type of scenario. But, but they happen. It's not a knock. It's just some of the circumstances and situations that people are in that we find them in. So, but you got to have a plan to be able to maneuver through these different challenges and difficulties. If you want to see what that looks like for you, no obligation, 1-800-858-3029. That's 1-800-858-3029. And, you know, go to the website, FirstSecurityFinancialWealthManager.com. Look at the maximization report. We've got an income plan. All of these things that you can click on to the website, the podcast from previous shows, and you can look at these and decide, hey, this is something that I don't have currently. A lot of times people have a retirement plan, but they don't have an income plan in the retirement plan. And if you don't, that's something you need to get a second opinion on as well. 1-800-858-3029. That's 1-800-858-3029. It's going to wrap up another show. We'll be back next week. And thank you for listening to the First Security Financial Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact David Compton at First Security Financial Wealth Manager, Inc. Call 800-858-3029 or visit their website at firstsecurityfinancialshow.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of First Security Financial Wealth Manager, Inc. and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, First Security Financial Wealth Manager, Inc. makes no representations as to its accuracy or completeness. This commercial shall in no way be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or investment advisory services to residents of any state other than Louisiana or where otherwise permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through First Security Financial Wealth Manager, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Louisiana. Insurance products and services are offered through an affiliated company, David Compton, Inc., DBA for Security Financial.